The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Brigade, happy Thursday. Welcome into the Bostonian versus the book live on YouTube and Twitter at Boston versus the book. Actually, two Twitters now live there. Sports could replay. What's up? Dave is going with his full Cubs kind of throwback. Is that a Colorado hat with a Cub shirt? No, this is the Cubs City Connect, but I don't have oh. a Cubs City Connect jersey. All I have is the Cubs. Uh, this jersey. So I saw we're going to be talking about Illinois and sports betting and we things are. like that. So we went with that today. Um, right off the top of the show, I just yeah. want to shout out one, uh, your brother's farm and all the people that contributed. And did thank that you, there. you guys. I mean, that I got a note awesome. from my mother. My mom sent me a note and said it warm. It just said, I'm seeing all these hashtag BVB brigade in the yeah. comment sections. <laughs> so yes, fantastic. Really appreciate um, it. Our friend Frankie, his dad is uh, is is in some rough shape and <sighs> fighting. So we just want to shout out Frankie and absolutely. You know he's been sleeping in the hospital for about a week. He said the chairs in the hospital stink, but he's there and he's with his dad. So we're thinking of him, and then we're thinking of Taletti today. Taletti, Talati. I apologize. Is I it Talati? Okay, it's Talati. It's correct how it's pronounced. But he's driving up to the Bay Area today. Listening we, to the show. Can we tell that story really fast? Absolutely. Because I think I, it's I think it's something that needs to be. I'm not trying to 
well, I want to give you praise for this, but I'm not trying to give us, you know, we didn't do this. So it's like, I don't know, a good deed we were going to do that we didn't need to do. But I do think it is interesting and nice when one, we get the note from Talati, right? Yeah. Am I saying it? Okay, Talati. Yeah. Brian Talati. Brian Talati saying, hey guys, I'm going into surgery. He's watching the show, listening to the show to calm himself down. He goes into surgery. He comes out of surgery. You're communicating with him. You called him. So no, so we'll we'll do it like this. I'll let so you he explain. does a surgery. We read it on uh, yeah. roll call Friday. He's sitting right. in surgery, and again, we've had someone bring birth into into this world, <laughs> listening to the show with us. Yeah. We've had now someone going into surgery to remove a brain tumor from their head, listening to us, and he said he never misses a show, and it puts him in a good mood. The power of positivity that you guys exude puts me in a good place every day. Important, most important day of my life. I, Doc said, you got to relax. I said, I'll put on a BVB. These guys will make me laugh, relax, and smile, and I'll be good when I wake up. Wakes up, surgery goes well. Now through the Discord channel, which again, what is the Discord channel? BVBshow.com. A lot of people are joining that. Yeah. They're communicating within themselves. Yep. So Rainmaker Lou sends me a text that says, hey, wanted to reach out, got in touch with Talati. And I uh, wanted to give you his number. I hadn't had his number. So I get his number and I text him because I don't know what kind of condition he was in after the, you know, I don't want to call him and all this other stuff. So I sent him a text and said, Hey, it's Dave. Just want to reach out, say hello, check in on you, see how you're doing. And, um, you know, like if you need anything, let me know. You know, it's Sunday. Uh, I'm not doing anything. We immediately, you know, text me back. God bless you guys. I love the show. You and Matt get along great. And I said, thanks for watching. I really appreciate it. Again, I'm here. So I'm driving to the airport to pick up the, and he calls me. And so I'm like, hey. And I go, Taletti. And he goes, Dave. He goes, it's Talati. You've been mispronouncing my name for two oh, years, okay. but that's okay. And I, we started laughing and I was like, right. oh, this guy just had brain surgery. And he's, he's joking. This is good. He said, I don't know if you know, but I met you at the South Point almost two years ago. You guys did your show. You came down. You were talking to Chris and Vinny, and I stopped you and said, hello, I'm a Colts fan. My friends are all Colts fans, and they can't understand why I like Matt, because <laughs> I'm not supposed to like Matt, because I hate the Patriots. And I said, well, why do you like the show? Then he goes, you guys are really good, and there's more to life than teams and sports, and there's more to your show than just sports. And I, I really just wanted to tell you thank you. And I said, what is your plan? Like, what do you do? You need anything today? And he said, I'm looking for a way to get to San Francisco by Thursday for a treatment that the doc insisted I have to help me get better. And I said, well, how are you getting there? He said, I can't fly because of my medical condition. So I'm looking at bus tickets. And I said, you're looking at bus tickets. How long is that trip going to take? On a bus, it's like nine or 10 hours. Oh, wow. Are you good to, to sit on a bus for nine or 10 hours? He said, I don't really have an option. You know, the surgery was very expensive and I, I got to get up there. There's there's a place to stay close there. I'm going to be there for six weeks. So I'm going to have to live up there. And I don't know yet. And I said, all right, well, what do you need today other than that? And I said, can I bring you something? Can I, what are you doing? He said, I'm going to try to sit and relax. Doc said, I got to sit and relax. I'm going to watch baseball, I think, and just kind of, you know, chill out. And then he got overcome with emotion, got a little teared up, choked up. And just, you know, he said, I can't begin to tell you how many people, complete strangers have reached out from all over the world. 
different countries have reached out to me because of what you said on the show on Friday with Matt. I'm like, man, that's awesome. There's a lot of power in, 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 in people and community. I said, let me, let me go rest, go take a nap and I'll call you back. And I'm driving and it hit me. So I called you, <laughs> which I do frequently when during the days and this and that. And I said, what do you think of this? And you said something. And I go, oh, we, we're supposed to drive to Letty to San Francisco, aren't we? We're, we're supposed to do this. And you go, I'm in. I don't, I don't have Maddie this week. I said, we drive up Wednesday, get him there settled. He goes to his thing Thursday. We drive back Thursday. No show Wednesday or Thursday. And you go immediately what you do. Your mind starts racing too. Let me make a couple calls. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna, I'll get an SUV and all this other stuff. And I hang up the phone and I say, all right, you call me back shortly and say, I think we can do this. I think we got, a, I think we got an SUV. We'll drive them up. You know, we'll get a place to stay. We got Timmy baseball and big Irv up there. They were like, listen, we'll come see you. My brother, your brother's there. We had opportunities to, you know, get up there and see some people and just crash in a hotel and drive back. I mean, with you behind the wheel, let's go driving. <laughs> Let's go. Like we were going to do a Twitter space. We started thinking about all this stuff. So I call yeah. to Lottie, to Lottie, and I say, hey, uh, two things. One, how do you feel? He said, I'm feeling a little better. You know, I'm on medication, this and that. I said, all right, two, I'm going to put it out there. You don't have to take it. You don't, if it's awkward, you don't have to say yes. Matt and I are going to drive you to San Francisco. We're going to take you. We'll come pick you up. No cost. We'll pay for the gas. We'll get you there. No problem. We're trying to get an SUV so you can put the seat back. You can lay across the back. Whatever it is you need, we'll stop however many times you need to stop. But P-Roll drives pretty fast. It'll be a pretty comfortable drive. You can pick the music if you'd like. We can talk sports if you'd like. You can sleep if you'd like. Whatever you want, two of us will drive you up. Start crying. Literally just started just to just, you know, he said, I, I can't believe it. I well, believe it, it's offers there. He made alternate means. It wasn't your driving record or my <laughs> incessant ability to talk too much or whatever else that turned him off. He made an arrangement, which is an awesome arrangement for him and a friend to drive up there. They're driving today, listening to the show, watching the show. Talati's going to be there if you guys are in the mm -hmm. Bay Area, if there's a way to you know go over and say hello, hook up, get in the Discord, communicate, find out. That was the story. That's it. That's all I got. I'm sticking to it. it so I, I just, I, I just want to say a couple of thank yous to some people that the calls I was making while we were trying to figure this out. So as you guys may or may not know, I do an automotive podcast on the side where I get vehicles sent to me to be reviewed. It's been going on. I've been doing it now for about seven years. And I, there's a company in LA that I work with that brings the vehicles over to me from LA to Las Vegas. So I knew what was coming. I have a schedule. I knew what was going to be delivered on Monday of this week. It was a Lexus SUV. Now I have a mileage restriction on every one of these vehicles. I can only drive 500 miles. That's the max that I'm allowed to drive during the week. We were so, going over that. Yeah. So we, we were going to crush <laughs> that to drive to San Francisco and back in a, in a 48 hour period. So 
I reached out to Lexus. I reached out to a company that's called Drive Shop, this company. So I reached out to both of them to have a conversation about what was going on. They both were completely over, you know, what do you need? Go ahead, do it. Is it big enough? Is this, Do we need to bring a different vehicle? And I'm like, no, you're sending me a pretty good size, midsize SUV. It's got a big back seat. It's rose gold. It would have been the funniest thing to have three guys driving to San Francisco in a rose gold SUV. It looks like an iPhone. It's a rose gold colored iPhone. I was like, this is the girliest SUV I've ever driven. And three dudes are going to get into a car and drive to San Francisco on a midnight run. But so when you said, hey, look, I think he's good. I think he's okay. I just reached back out to Lexus and, and I just wanted to say thank you to them for saying yes to doing this because yes. they didn't have to. And it's their insurance. It's their gas. Everything we were going to use, they were donating. It was going to be really a, a, a nice moment for everyone. And we didn't need to do it, but they were willing to let us do it. So even though we didn't take advantage of it, I wanted to say thank you to them uh, for being willing to letting us do that. And we hope that he's there for six weeks. If he needs to come back, I got the okay. We can go get him. <laughs> so if he can't fly back in six weeks after the treatment, you know, maybe we do a reverse instead of driving him to San Francisco, we go get him. We drive up in San Francisco and pull him back down. So story's not over yet. Hopefully we have a very happy ending. John Kincaid has reached out to Talati. The two of them are having a conversation about what they're both going through. Fantastic. I mean, these are people that never would have met without our show. So I think that type of connection is pretty damn cool <laughs> to see it's, those things happen. It's great. Yeah. And I mean, there's another guy, Kincaid, that, you know, commented on the clip of yep. the show on Friday. I'm thinking of him. I, I send him a text every couple of days just to check in. How you feeling? What are you doing? How you doing? He's he's inspiring people. These stories are I mean, it's scary as hell. It's scary as hell when you get that health scare like that. And something that can calm you down is like this, the power as men yeah. just to talk about it because we've been so conditioned for so many years, you know, from our grandfathers and fathers. A lot of times it's just like, I ah, don't say nothing. It's a, you're, you're tough. It Shake it off. Yeah. But sometimes you got to just talk about it. So it, it, it's a great thing. Um, I've been thinking of him all morning. You know, he sent me the text last night. Uh, I'm leaving to go up. I'll be listening to the show. I said, I hope we'll find something to talk about because there ain't like a lot of, there's no games today. And it was like, we got to do the show. So you sent the rundown. We got a full rundown to Lottie. So we're good. <laughs> well, I mean, the extra day off for baseball, I do we need this? This is, this feels like it's like a little extra to distill the kid, the kid's word. Like the extra days off is a little brutal for all of us in the content space. Cause normally there's games today. Normally it's Thursday, Friday, oh, Saturday, Sunday. Where the last couple of years, I give them an extra day. I'm good with it. I mean, it's a long season. <laughs> what is. do you want them to do? Just no, go. I know. What? <laughs> no, it's true. It's fair. It's a, it's a long season. It's just tough. It's just like, Oh my gosh, what is going on? Cause even the WNBA now is on the, on their break. So now they're not even playing. So they were playing last night. That gave people something to bet on and watch. There's summer league games and that is it. Like there's like, that's it. <laughs> there's golf, I guess today. First round golf. First round golf in two different golf things. The Scottish uh, Open and the other one. So there's oof. two different events. Um, yeah, it's the midpoint of nothingness. It's 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 just another day. Tomorrow we dive in full slate of. See, I think it's, I think today is New Year's Eve. I think this is the start of 
the sports calendar. This isn't the midway point. This is tomorrow. It's January 1st. Start of the new sports year. You've already started with these NCAA previews and stuff, which we'll have today. (laughs) So we're already in the midst of it. The party's over. We already had our new. (laughs) And if you haven't seen the, the, new thumbnails that Sonic has, has done for us. Oh, they are phenomenal. Like they look so good. I, he does some incredible work. I mean, it's, I asked him, I said, Hey, I need this, this, this. He's like, what about that? I was like, Oh my gosh, that's way better than I even thought was going to come back. So right. it's on our YouTube channel right now, the thumbnails for our college football previews. Very, very cool. Big, big thank you to Sonic for giving us as much time as he had and has done for the show. I mean, him, Mikey Awesome, a lot of guys have given us a lot, but I really do appreciate what Sonic's been doing for us for sure. Let me just read this real quick in the chat. Um, Straight from Talati. Oh, nice. down in the back seat right now. Wow. My friend says hi. Hi. We are listening to the show. I picked my friend to take me because we had a falling out and he found out about my tumor and wanted to take me and make it right. Now listen to this. Matt, my friend and you should do a race. He drives way too fast, too, and tells me to slow down. Let's go. I'm laying down, and tears are flowing. I'm going to be back for football season. Love you guys, Matt and Dave, and the rest of the brigade. Let's go. Let's go. Why are we doing a show again? That's what people ask me. Why Why do you guys keep doing a show? Oh, this is... Reason number 8 million. Why? But Talati, your friend, hats off to you. The brigade, we're all rooting for you. Get to San Francisco safe. And be careful. Whatever is an ass is inside of your body. Let's go. Yeah. And then just tell your friend to, I mean, once you get to California, be careful. (laughs) Tap on the brake a little bit. Don't need a, don't need a ticket on this trip. Nevada, you can go. Like no, no one cares in Nevada. Go ahead. But second, get over that line. eh, They get a little different over there the cops start to get a little bit more yeah Yeah. if i ever got pulled over by a biker cop in california i would just start laughing because i love chips so much growing up such a great show punch or john (laughs) i didn't uh probably punch because i I wasn't a huge fan of like bleach blonde guys growing up so right you know probably punch (laughs) john was but like that was always, I love that show. So I always, oh. I'd always laugh. Like, yeah, I'd never been pulled over in California by a biker cop. But if I ever did, I'm just going to be like, this is funny. <laughs> like how many times do people a day reference ships to you? Well, there's, there's, you just showed our age. There's, of course. Half yes. of our audience has chips. <laughs> no idea what we're talking about. Like it's salt and vinegar <laughs> yes. or barbecue, sour cream and onion. You must be over 35 to get the jokes I'm saying. Otherwise, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, California no Highway Patrol is yeah. chips. Yeah. CHP. Right? Yeah, CHP. But what, did they, what was the S? No, they just put, that made it chips for the, for the show. That's what they call them. Right, California, California Highway, Highway Patrol, Patrol guys. Right, but why California the S? But there's, there's, but there's no S? Just CHP? Yeah, it's the California Highway Patrol. That would be chip. <laughs> Not chips. Here we go with the chip and the ship. <laughs> Here we go. Here we are. Nonsense. Speaking of chips and ships. Uh, LeBron last night at the SB Awards. By the way, Pat McAfee. Hello. Nice. Showed up. <laughs> Who know Pat McAfee, the stand-up comic, roasting Skip Bayless on the on stage last night? Yeah, they set that up pretty good. I mean, it nice. sounds like they had to throw that together because somebody that was supposed to host wasn't because well, of the strike. Correct. Yeah, all of it. They had no writers. They had nothing. They, nothing. Had, they had no one to write material. Right. Which 
not that I am pro or con, whatever, you know, union, not union, but just the idea that that story came out yesterday, that the idea is to make people lose their houses and lose their apartments, and then they'll break the strike that way. It's a pretty cruel way of, of, of going at people to be like, yeah, when they lose their house, then they'll, they'll settle then. Right. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty cold way of negotiating. It's pretty, you know, yeah. cutthroat, but so he was great. Pat was great. But then the only thing that really came out of the SB is not that I like the SBs or don't like the SBs. It's just sort of like there, but LeBron standing up and telling all of us how lucky we are to have him. And that one day I'll retire, but today's not that day. I mean, really? I wonder who wrote that. You think Bronny wrote that or you think he wrote that himself? Or I think he wrote, wrote that himself. That, that had the, that had the decision written all over it. What's his, what's his guy's name? Rich Paul. Yeah. His agent. Yeah, maybe Rich wrote it. Maybe. I don't understand. Like LeBron is a really nice, I like LeBron at times, but no athlete buries himself more Nobody. than LeBron James. Nobody. He literally, like no one taps Nobody. him on the shoulder. Nobody warrants him saying like, hey, nah. maybe you shouldn't, un, you know, not retire by I mean, making an announcement that you're not going to retire. Like, yeah. Just say, I'm so excited for the years I have left. I'm trying really hard, you know, to, to take the Lakers bit to another championship. And that's my sole focus right now. You know, one day I will be done with basketball, but you know, I'm, I don't know when that will be not like leading it up to everyone's thinking you're going to retire. And then you drop that, you know, today is not the day. I don't know. I, he can't get out of his own way. Cannot. I think of your tattoo on your yep. arm every day. Huh. I literally think, like, should I say this? I don't have a tattoo on my arm, but right. I think of yours. And I think if I ever get a tattoo, it yeah. might be something meaningful like that. Oh, yeah. Mine might be STFU. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> Every time I think I'm going to say something, I go like this. Yep, that's it. Sometimes it's better left unsaid. This would have been one of those times. Right. Sometimes I guess guys like to make things about themselves. And I like LeBron, by the way. I like him. And I'm saying this. Imagine He's fun to root against. Imagine what if you don't like LeBron, what that gave you. That's oh. I mean, you just got fueled up. The jet got fueled for you to go on your skywriting campaign. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I just, don't uh, the guys who hate LeBron, you got I mean Dan Patrick, I guess, did like 15 minutes today on this and just really? ripped, ripped him apart. Yeah, like egomaniac all about you you can't figure out you know in the talk space this was a gift because everybody was looking for something to talk about and lebron gave you a gift wrapped topic to go off on and get emotional about i guess so i mean it, again <laughs> it's so awkward too with his family standing there like do we still got to look at daddy while he's doing this? Do we still like that? Just keep a straight face, like smile, you know, the wife sitting there like, right. Exactly. Right. Just like, sorry, Will, that was, that was yeah. one you got to X out. Will. I, I kind of mumbled it, but he's right. I don't know. Another year, another one Lakers. I mean, I what's know. the goodbye tour going to look like when he does announce he's retiring? I mean, does he want to be like carried in on an actual like throne to every game and everyone's supposed to just genuflect oh, and be like, gosh. here he is, the king. I mean, 
you know, it's bad no. enough when he does the whole like thing on his head, puts the crown on his head and all that stuff. I mean, announcing that you're not retiring, we weren't asking you, dude. We weren't, I mean, when you retire, okay, nobody thought you were going to retire. We all knew you were going to play. It's just awkward how these things end and he's making it more awkward. Yes. <laughs> Cause you want to celebrate them, right? You want to be like, you're I don't know. I think you're in the minority of who wants to celebrate it. I think oh, a lot I of people I, would like yeah, to be like, done with this. I like LeBron. I've always liked LeBron. I think he's the number two player of all time. His numbers are incredible. His performances are amazing. What he does is, you know, we haven't seen a guy. Who's number one of all time? Michael. LeBron. Okay. Mine's Jordan. Like, I don't, I, okay. It's, I'm not even, I don't even entertain the conversation when you start talking about who the best right. player of all time is. I'm not even listening. Right. And, the mentality that you have to have to achieve that type of success. And so often a player that gets put on the front page of sports illustrated when there was such a thing at 16 and everyone looked at him, you know, as a high schooler, and then you live up to being the second best player of all time. That's not normal. Like normally all that hype, you become Ryan leaf. Sorry, Ryan. Like, you know, you just, you, you don't live up to the hype of what Wait, everyone expects. Ryan watches the show. No, I'm just saying if you oh, did. I don't, I don't oh, know. Just, oh, okay. I, I, I've I met Ryan. If I've watched watch Ryan Leaf. I've known Ryan Leaf. I've known but I just, you know. Yeah. That's just not your, he was supposed to be something. And he didn't. He didn't live up to the hype that he was supposed to live up to. And so that's sort of a, I don't know. People want LeBron to fail because he does stuff like this. But the decision changed everything. He was the local kid who grew up and had success and lived up to the billing in Cleveland. And then he decided to. What, did, what was the, the sentence he used? I'm going to take my talents talents elsewhere. There's, South, I'm going to take no, my talents to South, South Beach. Beach. Yes. And that whole thing was so contrived. Oh, it was awful. Jim Gray, everything. Now, LeBron blames ESPN for that. He doesn't blame himself. He blames ESPN. Oh. Saying it was their idea. Oh. Jim Gray constructed it, blah, blah, blah. He was a part of it, and he did it. He never should have done it. But- you know, LeBron is all about attention. He is 100% addicted to attention. Good or bad? Good more. He, he, he likes good more. But bad fuels him, though. When you give him negative attention, when you're ripping on him, if you're a media member and calling him out, I mean, you know, he was Kevin Durant before Kevin Durant. Oh. Eh. The rabbit ears were, have always been there with him. And he's always like, what'd you say? Like, he's always looking to check people and, and, and right. correct them. And, you know, he goes to Miami and then now he goes to Los Angeles and, you know, who knows those rumors, he was going to go back to Cleveland. So there was that rumor flying around that he was going to go home again. Don't think that's going to happen, but you know, I, the question I is this, yeah. is he going to end anywhere else other than the Lakers? Is it I don't possible? Think so. Okay. No, I don't think so because I That's think he, all, you know, because if like if he would go to the Celtics, it would be the ultimate heel turn. Like it would be that's the way to go out. You one would, more circle it back, run it back, back east. You want to talk about a fan base that would be? I mean, there is no fan base that has hated LeBron James more than the Boston Celtics. You put him it's in surprising green. that you like him. Because I don't do, I don't buy into this same narrative that because I haven't lived there for a long time that like everyone in LeBron represents everything that the Puritan New Englander hates. He's a showman. He's a me guy. He goes and puts up numbers and tells you he's going to do it and then goes and does it. Like Larry did it, but nobody knew Larry did it. 
He did it quietly. It's completely different. You can't right, but Larry talked Larry trash. would be an unbelievable media superstar because he didn't do much. But he, he, he would all he, – because after he was done, like, you learned all the stories of, like, Michael and Magic were like, yeah, nobody talked more trash than Larry Bird. We're like, really? Like, yeah. That guy would literally say, I'm going to do a step back three in your face right now. You ready? And he'd go and do it. And he'd go, see? Like, yeah. th- that was the way he was. Boston people didn't really know that because the media wasn't the same way. The technology wasn't the same. We didn't have the same access that we have now. LeBron – for Bostonians and people in New England, like they, it, they, he makes their head explode. Like he just, can't, they can't stand him. I don't mind him. I just, I like watching great players and I like, I love watching talent. And he's the second best player, in my opinion, to ever play in the NBA. Uh, and there's people who are going to argue back on that. Yeah. People can say magic. People are going to, and I love magic and people are going to have other opinions, you know, Kobe, Kobe, Bill Russell. All those conversations, but you know, Michael's one, Magic is two, and then everybody else is great. And I don't think they, you know, I I love Kobe too. I mean, Kobe was incredible. Again, another Laker, a guy, but he was a Laker though. The thing about Kobe, Kobe and Derek Jeter are kind of the same. Like people in Boston respect both of them or did respect their their right. playing days a ton. People in Boston don't respect LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not racial, by the way, if you want to go down that road. It's a not familiar racial. face just popped into the chat. What? Auntie. What's up? With 10 E's just popped in and said Phenomenal. LeBron's last year will be in Houston or Dallas so he can pay the least amount of taxes. Not well, How about here? I mean, that's not. Stop. Why not? We got an NBA team. I don't know how long it would be. I mean, he's not going to play for that many more years, I guess. But he wants to play with his kids. He's got two years you left. Forty-one-year-old LeBron playing with his kid. That's going to yeah. be the debut of the Vegas team. Stop. Why not? That'd be oh. a draw and a half. Could you imagine the draw on that? We sell like out every- putting out Wayne Newton. He's still doing shows too. Sell out every night. Ridiculous to sell out. You got to be. By the way, I, I actually forgot to say something. I need to actually eat some crow here on this. So yesterday, I said my mother was born in Lawrence, Massachusetts. Right. Yeah, hold on. Go. Do you know where my mother was born? I didn't know this till yesterday. I actually did not. I may maybe somewhere in my brain or my life. I didn't know this, but is she watching the show? No, I, I posted the clip. Oh, uh, and she to, she called you out. To she 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 called me out. Yeah, on, on my Instagram, she wrote and said, "Actually, I wasn't born in Lawrence, Mass." Please tell me it's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Even worse, my mother was born in Connecticut. What? <laughs> My mother was born in Connecticut. Your roots I went, are in Connecticut? I wait, 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 what? <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. I was like, now it makes a lot of sense why I hate that state. This is amazing. I did not. I'm sure I had been told that at some point in my life, but I thought she was born in Lawrence and she wasn't born in Lawrence. She was born oh in Connecticut. Goodness gracious. So, there you go. If you want what you want to know why somewhere deep down I have this hatred of Connecticut, it's my mother actually was born in your state. So there you go on that. Uh Chet Holmgren last night put up some big numbers for OKC. Big number for Chet. the Thunder. Yeah. He's four to one to win the rookie of the year. Right. Is it weird that people are saying that like both you can't bet Wembayama and you can't bet Chet because there's no way they finish the year healthy. That both guys are going to get hurt. No, why? That people bet the other guys for that reason. Why do okay. people bet against? They they bet other guys to win the AL MVP and then not Trout every year because Trout never plays the full year. Right. So no, that's not reason. That's very reasonable way to bet it. Now, 
I mean, four to one, is that enough for you to say, yeah, let me, uh, let me put a hundred on, no. to win, you know, Chet to win the, uh, no rookie of the year. Yeah. No, there's, there's, I, look, I think if he stays healthy though, I mean, he's not really a rookie. Like it's un, it's kind of unfair to call him a rookie. Is it not? He didn't play last year, but he's a second year drafted player. He's a year older played in the system. He should have a big year. So how does that work? You're eligible because you didn't play. Like, Correct. It's just like, you know, um, with baseball rookie of the year, right? How many games did you play? Right. You don't play a bunch of games. You can be a rookie again. You can be a rookie again. And that's, and, and that's you what get the professional franchise working you out, training you, bringing you back. You kind of grow up a little bit. Yeah. That's a good shot. I mean, that's a good, you know, that's a good angle to bet it. Who's the favorite him. Uh, Wembyama. no, Wembyama is a monster favorite, huge laying juice, basically monster favorite, huge. Yeah. I will check this, right? It goes Holmgren is the second option at four to one. It's him. And I think scoot are four to one. I mean, Wembyama's a little thin, little thin. I mean, he's the, a little, I mean, he's just saying he, a the, little, num- the number or his body, his body. Oh, he's more than a little thin. He's a breadstick. A breadstick. Yeah. What the hell was that? A breadstick. Never seen breadsticks. They're long. Minus one forty. See, you're laying juice. Owen Bayama. Yep. Now that's that's crazy. I mean, that's. I don't think. I think Scoot is gonna either Scoot's gonna win it, or I think Miller, just based upon the number of touches he'll get, could win it. I want to welcome me. Kendall into the chat. What's Kendall's up? here. First thing she puts in there is ZZZ, which yeah. I don't know why, because we're talking about basketball, which is becoming her favorite sport. Nice. She listens to a basketball, an NBA podcast. By so we're, whom? I I forget the name of it. Okay. They'll put it in the chat, but she, she, we have these deep basketball discussions. Me and the nine-year-old, I had no idea she was even watching or talking, but she's starting to have opinions about things. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Where are you getting that? She said, I listen to podcasts. I said, do you listen to me and Matt? She goes, no, you guys talk too much. You, you talk. We're a talk show. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but you that's can download true. the podcast. A lot of people are doing that too. That's true. Right. Um, I, I mean, if you're asking me between the two, I'd vote Chet. I would too. Yeah. But I, I think it's, it's still dangerous though. Injuries. I mean, for all the guys, I think injuries are going to be potentially. Brandon Miller is the next choice at 17 to one. Yeah. There's three options. Basically you can choose from. Wemba Yama minus 140 scoot and Chet or plus $4 and Brandon Miller is 17 to one. Yep. Why can't he win it? Who Two of those guys get hurt and he has a better season. than scoot. That's, it's that's what I said. Miller is going to have the touches to be in the conversation. Right. I agree. I mean, I think you can take flyers on it if you want. Well, no, I don't think betting the favorite of the show. What? I said, there's our NBA portion of the show. <laughs> so you, you can bet on that if you want. I mean, it's, it's one of those, I think there's quote value for it, but you know, I would, I would look at that market just because it's going to, I think it's going <laughs> to, it's going to change dramatically. I don't think Miller's going to be 17 to one by the time we go off. The podcast is called the deep three. Thanks, Kendall. Appreciate it. Oh, deep three. the deep three. Who hosts the deep three? I don't know. Free plug for them. She got a nine-year-old kid. I'll list them. I don't know. It's uh, great. Deep three podcast. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's wow. It's like a hardcore. It's a, that's a really hardcore basketball podcast. She's into it. 
Yeah, that's not like a fluff podcast. That's great. How'd they, how'd they get a nine-year-old interested in it? We got to figure this out. That's how does she find it? Is a bigger, bigger question. We talked about this last night. Where do you think she found it? YouTube. Where they find everything else. They can find us at symbol <laughs> the boss Boston versus the book. Yep. At symbol first Boston yep. versus the book. All the clips, shows, um, short clips. Everything's on there. Just go hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Thank you. So. We talked about this a bit yesterday, but our friend Mick Akers from local media here in Vegas. <laughs> Sources tell me the mayor with the, the meeting with the mayor of Oakland and Rob Manfred last weekend is much to do about nothing, more or less, little too, too little, too late mm-hmm. on this. <laughs> Surprised? <laughs> no. It not was at all. Just theater. <laughs> Supposedly, the mayor gave Rob Manfred 30 bound huge encyclopedia size books for every owner of major league baseball documenting the timeline in which the city of Oakland met and negotiated with the A's as to how it went down, when it went sour and what they were offering at the time, each time. Not one, not one owner is going to open that (laughs) and and read that book. (laughs) They do not care. Wow, I wonder if they're going to give it to somebody to read, though. It's like, it's like a paperweight. Hey, yeah, take this and have this read by the weekend to give me a report. You know, Come that's back. what that's what happens in these legal things. Give me um, a, cliff note, a cliff note version of it. Right. Yeah. Sum it up. You should do that stuff with me, Dave. Read the uh, read the regulations. Like when they were talking about pass for being overturned, they're like, read the right. regulations in New Jersey. See if we how fast we can get it up and going. I'm like, wait, when, why don't you read it? Or give right. it to the lawyer to read it. Well, you read it and translate it and then tell me what I'm looking for. Right. What are you talking about? That's there's no bonus for that. They didn't even give you oh, it's annoying. You know what else is annoying? That you what? said it yesterday. I talked to Bernie yesterday, Bernie Fratto. Okay. Into the show. Um Fox Sports Radio. He's gonna have you on oh. in the next couple of weeks. He's gonna okay. have me cool. on as well. Nice. And um, if we get that other thing hooked up, he's gonna come and uh, come to the live show. If oh, we nice. End up Good. Doing that. So, okay, cool. Cause he killed it on that. And he talked he about the A's. He was great. He confirmed what you had said yesterday. He would make the no, a big favorite on that being at the Trump. Wow. I said, well, where he said, it's just not going to be there. So who knows? It's all theater. Well, okay. Let's play this out for a second. Okay. Cause yep. I actually think this is good news. Because the amount of time it would take to demo the trop, how do you keep people safe? How do you keep cars from getting hit by debris? And then how do you set up an exit ramp for all of the construction working trucks and dump trucks without causing a massive problem on the busiest intersection in the state of Nevada? So, I'm interested to hear where else it could go because there are so much space around in Nevada, in Vegas, in Clark County to build a ballpark. You don't have to build it in the most congested part of the entire state. So if we're not building it there, okay, is the Rio back in play? Could that be where, because they just announced those new renovations, but initially the Rio plot was going to be where they were going to build it. So that might be back in play, or maybe it's back where they initially thought they were going to do it with the folks from stations and they were going to build it 
a half a mile down from the Legion. I don't like it there either because I think that's it's causing even more problems. I would either go north or south. I mean, you could destroy if you wanted to do it in the uh, where the AAA team used to play. You could no. do no. Why you you could do it? Revitalize the whole area if you wanted to. We know uh, that we, we know that downtown Vegas, Las Vegas City, of Las Vegas would go over and crazy. Or go down by where they're thinking of building the all net arena, which is the other direction, mm-hmm. and extend. Go down by the M. Go down by South Point and build it there. Whew. It needs to be easy in and out. You can't have traffic Correct. problems. There's on 81 games. Yeah, it needs to be easy it's in and out. It's not once a week, eight times right. a year, like the football stadium. Right. You You'll sacrifice the whole day to get yeah. in and out. You'll find a way to park, whatever. Yeah. You can walk across to the casinos when you come in. It's eight times a year. It's different yeah. for a sporting event. I mean, there's right. events and concerts and all that other stuff. That's fine. But, I mean, of all those places you said, the Rio makes the most sense to me because it's a little bit off. Yep. It needs to be for the locals with the strip close enough that you can just to and from it. Like, is this town you sent the tweet to me yesterday or text to me yesterday? Is this town for the locals anymore? Oh, man. Did you see what the Venetians doing? Sheldon Adelson, the one thing that he always maintained for as long as he was alive, people would never pay to park at his casino. Sheldon's no longer with us. They built the sphere and on August 15th. We will be down to one property, win an encore. That's and not they're going to change. You guarantee they're not going to. They're going to change. They're going to go back because they, they were, yep, pay. free. Then they went paid parking, and it wasn't working. People were parking across the street at Venetian. Yep, and and they said, well, we're not going to charge now. So now the Venetian's going to charge apparently, and that's a gigantic parking lot that structure that you can get to a bunch of different places. It's a pain. It's a major pain. And now they're going to charge the park. I went to watch that um, that panel the other day on right. Monday at the Flamingo. Locals get three hours. I left three hours and 20 minutes. So I had to pay. You the know full, what it cost me to park? The full rate, right? $18. Yeah, the full rate. You had to pay all of it. Yeah. I mean, I was like this. Th- I was. I should have paid for twenty minutes. Right. Like that's I what should be. But it's the first not. Hour it's the same thing. Yeah, it drives me nuts because MGM is the one that does that. You get three hours for free if you keep it in the three-hour window. Right. But if it's three oh one, they charge you the twelve-hour rate. Right. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> nice. But yeah, no, it's not for locals anymore. It's 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 getting hard. It's it's getting yeah. hard to justify to do a lot of things. Um, Kendall just texted me. We have to talk about Zach. Geloff, he's the Aviators, one of their best players. Okay, he's the kid's favorite player. He just okay. got called up to the Ace. Oh, and I'm sorry, just made a lot of moves. She's very upset about it because he carries the Aviators, and oh. the kids are very big fans. If you know what I mean of yep. of Zach, he's very yep. uh, yes. young guy yes. who they Strapping. like a lot. Strapping young man, yes, yes, and they're really pissed off about it. So, what I'm, is I'm sorry. He, he plays what? Uh, he's playing middle infield, I think. I think so. He'll he's hitting the crap out of the ball. So, what's him going it, up second base is probably, okay. I mean, that's where his primary is for the aviators. So, that's a guy that you know, if you find out there's props and stuff, you'll be able to. The guy's on fire right now. So, he comes back for the A's and you see a oh. generic number, you might be able to 
to jump on Zach on that. Yeah. We'll have to watch that for that. But I think the A's are going to be moving here by all accounts. The paperwork is being pushed towards the meeting and the vote will happen at some point at the, looks like it might happen in the off season, but they're going to have that meeting where the owners are going to vote and it should fly through and they will, they will uh, approve the uh, relocation fee being waived for the A's to officially be moving to Vegas, but they're not going to do that until they've got the public money, but they don't have where they're going to build the ballpark. Which is a big part of like huge problem. Like you got to tell the people where you're going to build the ballpark. Yep. And that's important part of getting the money. Is it not? It's not in the way that it was written though. They wrote a bill without having any real specifics about where the ballpark is going to be built for that very reason. They've always known. I mean, this is why people don't like, this is where people in Oakland are all going. We told you this is why they, the A's built up a reputation as an organization of being liars and shady when it came to negotiations across the board. That they said one thing and did another. They promised one thing and then went back on it over and over and over again. And so watching how this has gone in Nevada, I've seen people and people have written me on Twitter and whatnot who have said, be careful what you wish for with this team because they'll say one thing and do something totally different. So just because they say it's 30,000 seats, who knows what it's going to be. Just because they say it's going to have this many events doesn't mean it's going to be. So They'll say whatever they got to say, supposedly, to get the money, which is not great. Because the Raiders, for all the negativity that came around the Raiders, for the most part, what they said they were going to do, they've done. Right. Like the cost went a little bit over what they thought, but it didn't like skyrocket over what they thought. It wasn't like the sphere. The sphere was supposed to be $1.2 billion. It ended up being $2.2 billion. So <laughs> a little bit of a different world. But that was all, part, was all private money. It wasn't public right. money that came right. in and paid for it. So. That's people are mad already and the A's are going to come in here. If they are going to come in here, this is not going to be a warm and fuzzy bed. This is going to be a lot of pissed off people who are going to be like, you got to win immediately. Mm. Winning solves it. It does. Short term. Yeah. For at least a couple of years. Yeah. It'll buy them time for a pass. If they come in and lose, it's going to, they're going to be, not made fun of a lot, but yes. And it'd be hard to go. People dismiss, will be like, I was just going to say dismissed as an option for competing for all of our dollars, local yeah. families and baseball people, sports people. I mean, it better be good. The whole thing better be good. The stadium better be a good experience. The in and out better be a good experience because it's if getting it's not, harder and harder to put up with it. I agree with you. All right. So one more baseball thing. Let's I I've got eight teams I want to throw at you. I know. As we start the second half of the year. Okay. Eight teams, four in the American League and four in the National League. Yes. These are the yes and no prices at FanDuel for making the playoffs. Are you going to the Adam Silver thing after this? Correct. Okay. We'll do baseball and then we'll come back to the Adam Silver and we make basketball. Keep baseball tied together. Yes. Eight teams to make the playoffs, yes or no. Let's start with the New York Yankees. No. They are minus 140 to the yes, and they are plus 110 on the no. No. You think the Yankees are going to miss the playoffs? Right now I do. I do. But I I heard they're going to get Otani. Huh. 
I heard they're going to get Otani. Like legitimately, like this is a real conversation piece. Heard it from a New York person. And then, and I don't know if they heard it from Buster Olney saying it, but that was the, that was the word put that out. Stop me in my tracks because that's, un, that's unforeseen. Yeah. So, because the Yankees don't really, I mean, how many, if they big get league, Otani, they're making the playoffs. How many big league players have they given up? Who knows? Who cares? Well, I mean, it, that could limit their ability to make the playoffs. Their lineup stinks. It does. That, that they could give away whatever they got to give away, bring up a couple other kids and do the same thing. Maybe better. They get Otani, they get the best pitcher, one of the best pitchers in baseball. And oh, yeah, by the way, him hitting in that short porch, he's oh going to break gosh. Judge's record <laughs> as a Yankee. <sighs> Oh, let me see something. Okay, so the New York Yankees currently in the Baseball America's top 150, the Yankees have five players ranked for Baseball America. Top five, you said? Well, they have the, the Yankees have Oz, Oswald Pereza, second baseman, Jason Dominguez, center fielder, Austin Wells, a catcher, Everson Perea, center fielder, and Will Warren, a right-handed pitcher. That's not exactly a deep. <laughs> That's five guys. It's good. I think you would need to have all five guys in the trade to go get Otani. I don't know. I'm just I think I think Otani's not going anywhere. But let, let and they should trade him. I I want him off the Angels. Going to the Yankees is a really like that's that's tough. That pushes my. <laughs> Opinion oh, that's good. I mean, like you want to talk about stop like, signs. <laughs> it's like, just I want him off like, the angels. Yeah. To the Yankees. Um, uh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you gave yeah. me the stop sign as to right? where, where right? anywhere else, but right. The New York, the New York Yankees pleased yeah. to send Shohei Otani. Yeah. All right. So would you bet the minus 140 on the yes? No, I want to no. know. I want okay. the Yankees to miss the playoffs. You want, are they going to be? This Look is, at the I, numbers. I mean, I, I no judge. They're not the same Yankees. Amen to that. And if he ain't coming back, which it sounds like he's not coming back, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. <sighs> Amazing. Baltimore Orioles, minus 360 on the yes. Yes. Plus 250 on the no. You? It's an easy yes. It's an easy yes, except I do think that there's going to be a regression coming. Of course. I think they're going to cool off. It's not going to be easy. They're not going to walk into the postseason. No. So it's a little bit of a scary factor because the Red Sox are plus 255 on the yes, minus 350 on the no. If they make a big splash, there's value on that yes. Wait, you just flipped it to the Red Sox? Well, right, because it's from the Orioles. Okay. but uh, So why did you keep the yeses all up front? What do you mean? Confu flip it to the Red Sox. Let me see that graphic. What, yes, plus 255, no, minus 350. What do you mean? No, you did yes, no. So, okay, you're fine. Okay. It's, 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 it's fine. Red Sox, yes, plus this 250. One is, this one, the no is a big favorite. Yes, the no is a huge favorite on the Red Sox because of where they are. But if they, they're basically two moves away in my mind. Now, do they have the guts to do the moves? I don't know. But if they can go get a frontline starter, and they get another bat, they're right there. 
But who's the front line starter? There's a, I mean, there's a bunch of players that are going to kick, kick. I don't free. know who the sellers are, and I, if the, the the sellers that are definitely sellers right now don't have a front line starter. That's the problem. If right. they would get one, yes, it would be great. I just don't know. Who I don't it would mean be. like a one, two, or I don't mean a one or a two. I mean they they need like a three or a four. Like they need someone who can come in there and give up three runs in six innings every fifth day. Brian Bellow has been very good. Bellow has been tremendous. He's been very good for them. So he just needs to keep developing with what he's been doing, working with Pedro and, and getting himself ready to go. And they just need, I mean, you know, Chris sales gone and like, they just got to figure out a way to get something uh, out of that. The bullpen has been good enough and the offense at home is going to score a ton of runs. Yeah. They, I would say no right now. Okay. What but if they got Otani? Well, oh, Angels are Lord. Angels are plus eight fifty on the yes, minus two twenty on the no. If they trade Otani, what that does that number right. go to? Those numbers it, aren't right. Yes, they are. Plus eight fifty on the yes with the no minus two twenty. That's what Fandle had this morning. Let me double check. I that. just copied it right off the Van, off Fandle this morning. Why that split's too big? Yeah. Let's see. Just before the, the oh, sorry, sorry. There's a there's a zero there. That's that it's supposed Correct. to be there. Sorry, yes. missing a zero. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. There's a zero. There we All are. Right. <laughs> there's a zero. Trying to pull fast one on me. I was like, wait a second. With that split, we're gonna have to get stop the show immediately. <laughs> go find out who lives in what jurisdiction where that is. Apologies. And we're going to lay that no. We missed as much as we can. We missed a zero. Yeah. If That's they don't a have Otani, what, what does that go to if, that, if Otani does, gets traded? So do you turn it off? <laughs> 10,000? <laughs> just It's like when I tweet something, minus 50,000. It's over. Yeah, it's it's a, over. That's a wrap wrap. Um, Would you bet yes because, in case they kept him? They're not making a playoffs if they keep him. Yeah, agreed. It's, they're it's not. Like the, the pitching, the hit, it's not. It's the, Listen, uh, Houston. And mm-hmm. Texas are making the playoffs. Agreed. In that division. So now there's one spot left. Two. Somebody's coming out of the AL East. 100%. If not two are coming if out of the AL East. If not both. Yeah, if not two of them. So there's one spot left in the whole of baseball. It ain't the Angels. Agreed. No way. To the National League. New York Mets are plus 430 on the yes, minus 670 on the no. Man, oh man, this is so much fun to root against the Mets. <laughs> it's so much fun. I, I, I Listen, Mets fans, I'm at Sports BK and say, keep coming. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> You're not making the playoffs. Not now, not never. You got hot right before the All-Star break. You're going to come out hot. You know, you got a very advantageous schedule the rest of July. That's great. They ain't making the playoffs. They're not beating Atlanta, so they have to get a wild card. Right. Here comes Philly. Yes. In the division. The Marlins are hanging right there. Phillies, we'll get to the Phillies in a second. Their number is stunning. Yes. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, there's only one team coming out of the NL Central. We've all kind of agreed to that. Yes. The other team's coming out of the NL West. Yeah. Phillies are minus 184 on the yes. The book knows. Phillies are favored by almost $2 to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. It's amazing. Why? Because the Marlins number is basically the same. 
They're better than Immortals. The Diamondbacks no? number is basically the same. Well, the Diamondbacks number is interesting. I mean, so the Mar- there's the Phillies. The Marlins are minus 192 to the yes. I think I'd take a shot on the no there. I think there's a good point to make there. I would agree with that. I would there's take the shot. I would take the shot on the no there. Just because of the one run the one run record for the Marlins, the regression if you think that you normally go, you know, two or three games over or under 500 in close baseball games, the Marlins have won the vast majority of them in the in the first half of the season. And they've got nothing from Sandy. Basically. Well, his last start was phenomenal. Well, it's but, great. But yeah. like if he has his last year's starts in the second half this year, they're, they're going to be fine. Yeah, they're but making it. There's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts there. And I think, you know, in the game of musical chairs and the playoff spots, they're going to be one left standing when the music stops without a chair. So you have 192 Marlins, 184 Phillies. Yep. And 196 Diamondbacks. Remember the the mm. Dodgers are still a monster favorite to win the division. Yes. The books are still very much committed to the Dodgers are going to win the West. That means the wild card has to be won by the Diamondbacks, one of the three. If the but Marlins they can still the, win a division. They they're could, not they could yes. They're not out of it. No, they could still That's win. That's why division. this price is what it is. Okay. You know, they still have winning the division as a way into the playoffs along with the wild card, whereas like basically a team in the NL Central the wild card is not really an option. So okay. their price has to be a little bit different. But I think the Diamondbacks get in. You? Right now, I'd say yes. I think so. But I, that I, means it's Marlins, Phillies, Diamondbacks. There's your wild cards. Anybody else gets hot, there's a problem. Well, Marlins would probably be the team I would say is the odd team out if I had to pick which team of the three would not make it. So then it's Padres, Giants, or Mets instead of Marlins. Yeah. Okay. And that's very possible. Or the Phillies fall apart. And their pitching goes away and they don't they start getting beat up. And I mean, when you line up the pitching, I I I like the Phillies. Oh no, heck yeah. Suarez is, I mean, they got some guys who have really been spinning the ball well. They've been they've been they've been good. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, their lineup is strong too. So I, I, I like the Phillies. I fell, I fell for the Phillies last year. You know, not fell for them. I bet them. Right. I had them to to win a World Series at some big prices and do the same thing. I haven't seen the exactas yet. Have you for baseball? Yes, World Series no. exactas. I have not seen these yet. No, not, I don't think they're out. Put them up, Butchie. If Butchie's watching, put them up. Somebody put them well, up. It's so hard. Up. Isn't it hard to do that right now, given the number of teams that are still alive? They put them up last year at Caesars William Hill in spring training. Oh, did they and keep they them up though? Them up and they, they adjusted them. them, and it's a lot of work. Yeah, and they probably had some major exposure because I know I had some very not big amounts of bet on things that were going to pick up high five figures. So I'm sure they're waiting until they know the playoffs to put them up, which is right. fine. But if you want to be a lead in a book. Work on some uh, baseball exactness. <laughs> so you went to this event here in Vegas where Adam Silver was the keynote speaker. I did, but I didn't stay for Adams. It's okay. In his speech, Adam Silver said that he is drawing an analogy to insider trading and how leagues 
are finding ways to stay ahead of major problems. Silver said during his speech here in Las Vegas, quote, I think that public markets worked very well in this country, but the other side of a public market is the potential for insider trading. And there's very sophisticated algorithms that track it. It's not that different. It's not that different in sports now, especially when you get higher volumes of betting. When you have sophisticated computers, when they see an aberration for betting, you're going to get caught. I think there's a responsibility for these leagues to invest more education, not just our own players, but of young people who might be doing something inappropriate or anybody who might be engaging in problematic gambling. Mm. (laughs) Wow. This is the guy who's op-ed in the New York Times is often credited about changing the apparent, changing the league's opinion on PAPSPA when he called for the repeal of it. Yeah. Is it the same as is insider trading in the stock market the same as what happens in, in betting? Wondering if Mr. Silver has been in a trading room on the New York Stock Exchange at all or in a Ooh. risk room office to see what is really there because interesting both would surprise him i I mean adam silver's background isn't it from wall street um i don't know i i i I don't know specifically but i don't know if it's all of that he went to duke and he went to university of chicago Mm. uh he worked oh no it worked on the hill he worked for the U.S. House of Representatives. Oh. And he, was, he was a law clerk in the U.S. District Court of Southern New York. And then he joined a big law firm. And then he got brought into the NBA. Yep. And moved his way up. So now he does not have a, a Wall Street background. He has a law degree, though. Multiple. Multiple law degrees. Should have gone to law school. <laughs> I, I went to Curacao instead. I had a big career decision to make. You made the right choice. Yeah. I was going to go to law school instead. I went to Curacao and learned how to book the bets. Um, There's no question that the leagues have to do more to educate the players. I'm confused. Butchie said, all my guy said was no Mets and no Matt. (laughs) Oh, geez. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. No bets and no Matt. That's the challenge. His his fingers type sometimes different. Okay. That even means no okay. mutts. He hates the Mets, but she uh, hates the Mets too. Okay. Um, they have to do a better job of educating the players. Here's they my question: yeah, before, you, before you go there, educating people that work for the teams. Okay, that's where I wanted to go. Isn't it a little bit? I don't know if the word is hypocritical, but isn't it a little bit ironic that you have leagues? commissioners, owners, passing penalties and their own rules on their players where they haven't spent the time to fully appreciate or understand what is actually going on. Like they aren't asking the right questions. Of course, this is life. This is, it, this is a lot of things that go on in life. They I don't agree. know what they're talking about. And it's somewhat I think it's somewhat problematic when we're looking at this through the lens that we look through and we see these conversations of the leagues must do a better job of educating their players on gambling. But that would, that would appear that you're speaking from a position of strength that you're actually more knowledgeable and you know more than they do. 
but I'm not so sure that actually is going on right now. I forget the name of the movie that Will Smith was in where he was on the run and somebody said to him, who's watching the watchers or who's, who's monitoring the monitors. If the monitors can't explain it to the people, what are we educating them on? Right. Take the time and go learn how it all works. And then you can go to your people and say, we need to educate them on this, the app usage, the this, like have a plan. There's people they can reach out to. I've been talked to about other people about some of these positions, these consulting positions. I don't have a law degree. Again, I went to Curacao. I spent some time in the Dominican Republic. I did a lot of that stuff. I've been in risk rooms here and on the counter here. And Enemy of the that. State is the name of the movie you referenced. Enemy, that's it. Enemy of the State. That's it. Thank you, Chad. Yes. Nice job. Thank you. Um, you need to ask those people, and they won't do it. So how can you expect the players to understand everything completely if the right. top does not? When you go to work at a casino in another state, mm-hmm. you got friends that work at the casinos in Pittsburgh and in Philadelphia. They are technically not allowed to gamble. If you're a dealer at a casino, uh-huh. you're not allowed to gamble. Anywhere. Anywhere. Not on a non... In Pennsylvania. Huh. Well, what, what kind of rule is that? I like the business so much that I took a job working in a casino. I am a stick man, like our guy Bear Mullings, or am I a dealer like some other friends of ours? So my friends come into town, and I want to take them, maybe not to the casino where I work, but another one. They want to go play. Sorry, guys, I can't. Huh. Why not? Doesn't make any sense, but that's doesn't make any sense. What the education is. That's the that's the the policy. Because what they think you know more, you're more likely to be involved with a game, like a like a a ring or something. Like you know where the bodies are buried, so you could go to a different casino and rip them off. I have no idea. That's a weird rule. That's it doesn't odd. make any sense. Huh. It does not make any sense. And so do- like how do they track it? How do they find out? Like if you're caught in a casino, like if you're caught in a book working, you're, you're an NFL employee, you get fired, whether you're actually right. Or well, not. I guess I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know, but I couldn't imagine like, I mean, like at the casino in the book, like here, some of our best customers were the valet guys, the bellman at the, you know, they would yeah. come in every day and play parlays or play this or play that, you know, the, the, if you're in the casino working, it's probably because you're kind of favorable to gambling. <laughs> you like it, right? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Shocking. You like so it. So you have to go through education. Every mm-hmm. person that works in a casino has to go for problem gambling every year. Okay. So you have to do that. Why wouldn't you do all of that now that sports books are legal in 38 states? At that conference, it's legal in 38 states now. In some form, not clear. In some form, in some form, it's legal. Yeah. Um, we can. We have a little extra time, so we can add this to 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 the rundown. This is ridiculous. There was a hearing yesterday and this morning involving the NCAA. (laughs) 
The NCAA men's basketball committee spent time talking about a possible expansion of the division one men's basketball championship during the three day meeting this week, though expanding the the field of 68 is not imminent. If they expand this thing to 128, what's your take? And what's that due to a book having to make numbers on a field of 68? It's it's one more game. It's 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 yeah, but it's one. It's thirty-two more games. It's one more game for each team, but it's thirty-two more games. Yeah, it's another busy day. Most likely, <laughs> it's another busy day. Um, That's woof. It's too much, is it not? You would have the first day of the NCAA tournament would be sixty-four. The, sorry, it would be thirty-two teams two days in a row. Thirty-two games, two games in a row. How in the hell are you going to keep track of thirty-two games in one day? What are you talking about? There's 120 games on a Saturday in January and February. No, I mean, Saturday. watching. I mean, people watching it. I mean, booking it. I mean, watching it. How are you going to watch 32 games in one day? You do it on, you do it already on Thursday and Friday. I don't keep track of 32. 16 and 16. Yeah. Thursday and Friday, 16 yeah. and 16. Right. Not 32. It's 16 games. It's a lot easier. And that's crazy. That's a fire hose. No, so if you're adding 32 teams, it's 16 games. It's three days of that. Wouldn't so okay, so you you would break it up into a three game, a three day stretch for the first round versus a two well, day I would stretch. I think so. I it would change the whole dynamic of the tournament. The no, you'd have, you'd be four be days, it would be four days of 16 games. 64 16, and 16, 32, you need 64 games, 64 games, yeah. So, would, right, the whole week would be the first week, yeah. Oh, oh my god, what, what, it what seems like extra. It's right? dumb. It's, it's ridiculous. It's but think about the money. They're thinking about the they're thinking about the TV revenue that you're going to make off of that. Are you watering down the product, P. Roll? There's no debate on that. But you're not only watering down the. I would only be in favor of it if they decided to get rid of the automatic bids, which does completely change the magic of the NCAA tournament. Because the kids from the small schools that win their conference tournament punching the ticket to the dance is a pretty cool deal. But this is what, if you want to play it with a Machiavellian angle, what they're trying to do is keep the little guy out. They want all the money for themselves in the Power Five. Because your resume out of the Pac-12, you're not going to have to worry about matching up with a Horizon League team and that team taking a bid away from you. I don't like it. Nor do I. It changes the magic of it. It changes the intensity of it. It... Makes it even more of a, I mean, it's a monster money grab. Anyway, it's a made for TV event anyway, but it really makes it different because the joy of the tournament, the fun of the tournament is when no name state beats big boy, boy, big boy university. In the beginning, that's the electricity that's just naturally happens. Yes. Like these things happen in sports. Upsets happen. Those, those dogs win. Um, the games are are fun. I, why do we have to check? Of all the things in sports, isn't this one that works already? Yeah, Barry. What Hinson, are we going to change it for? Barry Hinson was the coach of Southern Illinois. He was on my show, and he he made the most poignant point I've ever heard a coach make to me about the NCAA tournament. And he said, "We are the magic," meaning. 
the mid-major program. He At the time, he had just become the highest coach. He was a coach of Missouri State. Actually, not so that he went to SIU, but he's a color, he was a coach of Missouri State. They just become the team with the highest RPI ever to be left out of the NCAA tournament. Their RPI was 31 at the time. They got left out. And he came on my show the next morning or next afternoon and said, we are the magic. We are the magic of the tournament. And they are not seeing that for kind of dollar signs that are blocking their eyes. And it's so true. Because without the little guy, the tournament is not the same. No. So one, if you go to 124, and or 128 rather, and you get rid of that at large bid and you have, I mean, there's 377 D1 teams, I believe. So one third of them are making the tournament. Are you still doing the postseason tournaments for the conferences? You would get, you could if you wanted to, but there wouldn't be an automatic big bid attached to it which I think loses a lot of the luster of those things. I would hate this. I, I, I am not in, I, I, the one, the idea of going to 128 games is or teams is just not, it's too much. 68 is even too much in a lot of ways. The play in tournament and Dayton, the play in games. I mean, that's enough. Like we've, yeah. we've, we've messed it up enough that it still works for two weeks because the final four and the final game, it's definitely a letdown. hundred percent. I mean, but heck, the first two weeks are awesome. Just great. Like every March, it's the center of everything for the full Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh my gosh. Do you believe what just happened? Do it again. Two, three days to talk about it. And the games are better. Thursday, Friday, and singled out Saturday, Sunday. We got the whole thing lined up. Why do we got to mess that up? I don't know. I, I It's money. I mean, they want more money. They want more games. They want more live programming. I mean, like you did, we just said, we love Thursday and Friday. Well, now they're going to make it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Four days of the first round. And they're going to take over every, you know, true TV and TNT and TBS and everything else. It's, you know, the more games I, I normally like more games, like give me more, but not for the NCAA tournament. I, I think 68, 64 was a good number. 68 is fine. I begrudgingly say fine to 68, but 128. That's how you get who's in and who's not going to be in, I have a very big problem with how you determine Right, it's going to be nauseating to talk and to this. Well, think about it. That. You're going to have, essentially what you're going to oh. say is every Power 5 team's in. Is in. They're all in. Right. Everyone is, everyone's in, which is what they want. So if you're a middling, you know, if you're a Vanderbilt in the SEC, you're in. You're playing in the NCAA tournament. And they say, the, their thought is, uh-oh, frozen. Frozen. Snap your fingers. One, two, five, four. Come three, back. Back. Hello. Back. Hello. Oh, nope. there you go. Okay. okay. Um. Well, that's funny how that works. Okay. It's interesting how that pops up like that <laughs> because it it pops on my screen after you tell me I'm back, and then I see it being frozen, and then it clicks in. It's funny. Okay. Um. I, I just think that's they're hoping that they get a Cinderella out of the 128. And that, that's how people jump up and down. But most likely that Cinderella is going to be from a power five school. It's annoying. So 
it's just more of they're protecting what they think is theirs and kicking out the little guy. And I've always been partial because I covered little guys. I went to a little guy school. I love the Atlantic 10. Yeah. I love the Missouri Valley. You know, I, I I love that level of basketball and this, because these kids, you know, 99% of them are not going to go to the NBA. They're going to go do something else. So I've always been partial to that level and loved watching games at that level. And it means their conference tournament means so much because they're not getting into the tournament otherwise. Right. So that's, I like the automatic qualifiers. I like that bid. I like the way they do it. It's, you know, it, it, it sucks. We're going to be heading on down after the show to go and sign up another brigade member. Yeah. To the brigade proxy service. He just Today. texted me and said, where are we meeting again? Uh-oh. Because he's having one of those like moments because he was up all night last night or whatever. But <laughs> we're going to meet. Yeah. You guys know him as Mr. C here in the, in the chat. Um, he's in town. Another guy signing up for the contest um, with the Circa Millions. You guys are liking the text message, by the way. Okay. So this is good. It's 702 8255. That's the text number for the Brigade Proxy Service. You want to fire it away. Uh, I don't know. We got we got a text this morning with somebody in Omaha who's coming to town. Right. So, Nebraska yeah, guy. We, we got stuff coming in with that. So yep. if you guys want to send text messages to us, you can go ahead and do that. And we will get you all caught up and set up for either the Westgate Super Contest or Circa Million and Survivor. So we're looking forward to seeing you guys here in Las Vegas. Again, at Brigade Proxy on Twitter, brigadeproxy at gmail.com on the email, or the text is 702-570-8255. The Cardinals are favored to be the worst team in football this year. Yes. Without Kyler Murray. Yes. With Cliff Kingsbury being back. Would you agree with this, that they're going to be the worst team in football? Um, I'm not sure I agree with it. Who are the other candidates? The Colts are going to be in the conversation, I think, this year. Most of the teams that were at the top, the Texans are going to be right there again in the conversation. I think the Texans are going to be much improved. Okay. They might be. I mean, it's nobody in the AFC East. Right. It's nobody in the AFC North. Right. Nobody in the AFC West. Would you would you say that, or could it? Well, how many? Let's let's establish this. How many wins is the fewest wins in football this year? I mean, to be the worst team in the league, you got to think it's three or four. Uh, I was going to say four. Seventeen games. Four and four and thirteen is the worst the worst record. Okay, so impossible for the Raiders. The entire is impossible for the Raiders to be four and thirteen. I would think so i don't know if it's impossible well i mean i just just think about through, just if, if they go oh this is how we get to the number oh you know, and six in their conference in their division sorry sorry in, in their division and they got third they got uh what 11 other games Probably not, but yeah, I mean, it could win probably okay, five. Okay, so I mean, four, four is the four is my number. Four is the worst okay. team. Okay, all right. So, and then the AFC South, you just brought up the two that are in question. Yeah, I guess it could be depending how things shake down. Okay, so that's that's the other two options. It's nobody in the NFC East, right? Could the Rams suck? Hold on, man. It's not the that's the NFC okay. West. Okay, NFC East. 
Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. It's not any of them, right? No. Yeah, no. Okay. They're all, all eight-win teams. NFC North. Bears? Yes. Whoa. Yes. Bears, really? Bears, they're in the conversation. Yeah, they're in the conversation. Absolutely. Especially oh, wow. if Fields gets hurt. Gets hurt. Okay. They're, they're in the conversation. It's, it's not Vikings. It's not Packers. It's no. not Lions, right? No. <laughs> Lions would be a big letdown for the gambling space because everyone's all in on the Lions again. This year. I don't think there's a way to go 4-13. and 13. <laughs> No, but everyone. Okay. So throw them out. The Lions. NFC South, I think, is interesting. Falcons. I don't think it can be them. I don't think it's them or the Saints, but I think the Panthers or the Bucks, the Buccaneers. <sighs> the Bucs would be the worst team in football. Baker Mayfield's going to be the starter. He is. Most likely. They could go bad, bad. Four and 13 is possible with them. Damn. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's how the that, mighty have fallen. Yeah. And then let's do the NFC West. You brought up the Rams. Can it, can it be the Rams? Stafford's yes. back. But they tried to trade him. Well, that's yeah. They're not in on him. I mean, they're out on him. I think that they're done. They had so many. If their injuries continue to mount, if Donald, you know, either gets hurt or slows down, they're old. Their weapons are Cooper Cup. Tough division. <sighs> I mean, hmm. I mean, everyone just assumes it's like the prevailing thought, like the Cardinals are going to be awful. Whenever there's like this like group think on one team being this bad, they normally aren't that bad. Like it just feels like the Cardinals. I don't know. Last year they were pretty right about the Texans. Well, yeah, it's true. But it was the Texans though. So it's kind of a low hanging fruit. <laughs> I mean, there's only like three other options max. So I agree with this. I mean, I, I don't know who else I would make it, but when you go through the schedule, mm-hmm. You you know we'll do that eventually when we go through each team we'll do yep. we'll do the schedule you're getting really fancy with those graphics I really that it's fun to see those and um they ain't going five hundred they're the, the worst team are the Cardinals the Cardinals are no they're not going five hundred at all no way the ceiling <laughs> for the Cardinals I think is six I would agree yep same number mm-hmm. yeah so any type of slippage on that they're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they right. Go five, six, three, you know, down. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't have too much of a problem with. Okay. Time for the college football conference title of the day that Before we're going to we talk about. This, okay. Did you see the new name of the new book in Maryland? Crab. Bets. Crab bets. Yes. Crab sports or whatever. What, the crab what sports that? or crab bets. I think it's crab sports. <laughs> Who wants to crab <laughs> sports? This has me fired up. You're lean and into I know it. I'm going to make you laugh, but seriously. You're, you're going to lean into it. <laughs> well, who wants crabs? crabs? <laughs> who Nobody wants, crabs? wants the crabs. <laughs> All right. You just went to Maine. You had the lobsters. You like the lobsters. Nobody wants uh, the crabs. Uh-uh. We're going to name the book. They Soft had shell. meetings about this. Blue. <laughs> You got blue crab specials. They you love it there. I mean, it's ask JC from Kings. No, ask uh, J Dow Betts. They're all in. J Dow even said on the Twitter at J Dow Betts that he don't even know if he wants to go in there. <laughs> the crab sports book. I mean, what? if you have a really cool logo, maybe you know you a win. really cool logo. That's great. <laughs> you thought of? I mean, so many things you could name a book. 
Right. But you're trying to market to one state in particular. So. Who made the decision to call it crab sports? We got to have know. a talk. There's the main red claws that are a basketball team. That's fine. It is. It's not different. It's a basketball what, team. What's wrong with, so it's crab. What's it, what's <laughs> if it was crab basketball or. When you yeah. think, I mean, like somebody just went in the chat and said, it's better than Betfred. Is it? No. I don't not know better, if it is. Not better than Betfred. I don't think. I mean, like Betfred. No. Fred's the guy that ran it, yeah, owned it. He's a guy. Betfred. Right. Crab sports. I don't. I don't hate it. I mean, I I know what, I know what they're doing. It's, it's it's awkward. It's funny. I don't hate on it. I think it's, you know, there's there's a lot of real. I mean, like Maxim Bet was out there for one time, you know, <laughs> and Maxim. That's, that was, but that was a magazine. Like that. Okay. I mean, if you're gonna go with one word, yeah. And have like an object. Well, it's two words. Is the thing. It's crab yeah, sports. Bets. Something or crab sports. Sports for the sports book. You go crab, crab sports. Yeah, crabsports.com. My, <laughs> oh my! Up to a four hundred and ten dollar deposit match. Oh, and they're really aggressive with their four ten. You know what that is? No, what's that? It's the area code there. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Good job. Four one zero. What it really leaning into the Baltimore thing? Huh? That's a smart. I, I think that's smart to do. I mean, they even have the Maryland state flag colors on the deposit match number. It's oh. four ten. It's four ten in the in the state flag of Maryland. Yeah, but they're they're very much Locals aggressive. See right through that nonsense. Of course they do, but they also know that they've seen it their whole lives, and they get more just subconsciously feel more comfortable. Do they? Yes. You feel more comfortable with a book named Crab? <laughs> hey, I bet with the Crab. <laughs> really? It could you be gotta, funny. You got to scratch funny. an itch. But if bet you really, crab gross. that's gross. If, if you're able to kind of like really like lean into that, I mean, you could lean into it. I bet with the Crab and have the Crab be named or something like, you know, <laughs> Jimmy the Crab or something, <laughs> you know, click to pick with the, the Crab. You can, you, you can lean into that if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had to mention it because it was the last thing I saw before we had a phone call and then we got on the show and I was like, I can't believe this. I hope somebody puts on my Twitter, put it in the chat right now. We got a nice crowd in here. What's the best sports book name you ever heard of that wasn't really a good name? Because there's pinching, been a lot of pinching the, the competition, <laughs> pinching the competition. Crab sports. That's what happens when you, when you, Jade House, that's what happens when you allow like 60 licenses in Maryland. I thought about this in Arizona. Did you see they opened up the licensing agreement again in Arizona? Yep. We could have a BB book in Arizona. Everybody, every, everyone's going to have a book in Arizona. Feels like it, huh? And a team's going to have a book in Arizona. There's an actual, for the first time, a team is going to apply. It's going to end wonderfully. Get a consulting role for them. It's going to end wonderfully. <laughs> it really is. It's going to end wonderfully. Go ahead, dude. Do, do the college thing. Go. College football title of the day: the Pac-12, which is going to be quick because there's not a whole lot here. I mean, seriously. USC going to beat USC. That's all Oregon. Oregon's plus three ten. Washington's plus three ten. You might be onto something. I kind of knocked you down a little bit here. When we said you constantly you, do, cause you don't listen all the time. You when just you talk, said, when then you, you said back. Washington, I, I need to go do some more research. I disagree with this number, but clearly somebody likes it more than I do. Yep. 
I mean, I don't know about Washington. Oregon could be, but I think USC, even at two to one, USC is the runaway favorite here to win this. I if really don't. Caleb stays up and healthy. It's over. USC at least is in the championship game. Yeah. Who they're playing, I'll tell you right now, it's Washington or Utah. Okay. Fair. Well, Utah's won three in a row, right? That's that's who, when I look at it, those are the teams I think can't. Um, now, Oregon, Knicks is coming back, huh? Huh? It's like got eight years of eligibility. It's the COVID year. He, he's exercising it. Yeah. So he's got the chance to have a sixth year. Man, oh, man. Yeah, redshirt year, four years plus the COVID year. <laughs> Crab sports, scratch the itch. Yeah. We got a lot of guys in here to do some really good work. Thank you, <laughs> JPC Fourth. Um, put in the chat right now, who is playing USC in the Pac-12 championship game here in Las Vegas? There's another event Yep, that's here. Did you Las go to Vegas. that last year? I did not go to. I, I went to, to three UNLV games. It was a lot of fun. Okay. There weren't a lot of people there, so it was really comfortable. Do you know that people are predicting UNLV, they might lose to Bryant in week one? Bryant is a school outside of Boston that has like, I cannot, I didn't know they were D1 football. What? Like, I was like, wait, what are they? I think they won double A football, actually. But people is think there a Bryant. number on that game already? Yeah. How big of a favorite is UNLV? I think 13 points, something like that. They could lose. Yeah, I saw a Mountain West a Mountain West Conference website was doing predictions on schedules and they wow. said, watch out for Bryant to beat UNLV in week one. I was like, I tell you right now, if UNLV beats loses to Bryant in week one, it's gonna be it's a, a really big problem. That's right <laughs> yeah, a really a big right there. That is not gonna be good for the new head coach because they just blew out, you know, the coaching staff after last season. So the chat is uh Utah, 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 Utah. As Fair. There's one Washington. Jade Albets is Washington. I need to look into Washington more. I was not paying attention to Washington because I think it's a one-team conference. It's USC, and that's it. Did you pull up USC schedule with the I fancy helmets can. and stuff? I did not because it wasn't even worth doing it, but I can really fast. They're I just run. wonder their road games. Their it's road. hard to believe they're losing a, a home game. But Oh, Um the only well, I, okay, hold on. Let, let me pull, pull this up. This is kind of interesting to look at really fast because the um, the last game of the season is actually pretty wild for them. They actually they could have actually kind of a problem depending upon who they wind up facing off against. Um, so this is the schedule for USC this year. Did you just do that on the fly? Yeah. What a pro! I swear. This so they're crazy. We're, we're getting really close to really booming here. <laughs> so it's Rice at Stanford, oh. Fresno at Oregon State. Oh, they're big favorites in all those. Games. All of them. Arizona State, Washington State. Wow. They go. They go to Utah. Though. Okay, Saturday night. That's There's a tough the game. game right yep. there. There's a tough game. Then they play at Arizona after the bye. Big Late favorite. Pac-12 special. Okay. Yeah, they'll be number 50. Cal, Cal at home. Colorado goes Dion's first year. At at home. At UCLA is a tough game. In the Rose Bowl. Rivalry. And then home. Going for that game, I think. Oh, home for Notre Dame. 
Somebody's going to have to figure out. I don't know. I don't know if we'll be able to, depending on how many people we get for the proxy service. But I'm going to that game. You can still go to that game. Maybe Saturday yeah. night at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Um, and then, wow, Notre Irish. Dame. The last game of the year. So they have a trip to Utah off and then a trip to Arizona and then they're home. They don't leave again the rest of the season. Their next yeah, trip. They, they're in wow. California every game except for two. Jeez. Wow. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, three, actually. Sorry. They, they go to Oregon State. So three games. I mean, that's one loss, that whole schedule, right? That's zero losses. Oh, you think they run the table? Yeah. That's it. That's a run the table. The only game I can see them getting pushed is Utah. Wow. But if they're healthy, if they got Kayla Williams and they're healthy. I mean, those well, last every, two games in a year, tough. Every game. Oh, he did it again. Quarterback. There you're frozen. Come I am. back. Snap. All right, you're back. The Chip lost his quarterback, lost his running back. Right. So UCLA's in a rebuild. They got a. They, they may have a tough, tough run of it. Boy, their odds to win it all. Yeah, they're high. Fifteen yeah. to one <laughs> yeah. to win the Pac-12 championship. Yeah, it's a rebuild for them. This is a. This is an undefeated schedule. This is twelve. This is twelve and zero. Do you see all the love for the uh, Colorado under win total? Yep. Of course. How could you not? I mean, it's a whole new roster, literally. Such a hard turnaround. I don't know how yeah. he's going to do that. I mean, he ran off literally the whole team on purpose because he has a plan. That's fine if you got a right. plan. I mean, but like, I mean, that first game, the Colorado Nebraska game, and we'll yeah. do it later in the, in the schedules. Yep. The ticket prices are absurd. Are people I mean, like, actually going to that? Oh, yeah, they are. I mean, we're talking six, oh. $700 per ticket. For that game? Yeah, Husker fans are going by the droves, and Buffalo fans want to see Dion's first game. Um, they want to say they were there. <clears throat> Huge demand for that. Monster demand for that. Hard to believe. Yeah, I mean, a buddy of mine has had tickets for me, and then I'll, we did the proxy service. I was like, I can't go now, but I was going to go to that game. Right. And he was like, "We got tickets for you." I was like, "Give it away to somebody else," because I. But like. He's like he had to like fight people to get tickets. He had to pull strings to get tickets to the game for Colorado, Nebraska, which is going to be a crap game. (laughs) It's a crap game. There's no no debate. That's a crap game. Watch that one on TV. We'll save that trip for something else. Yeah, but that's they really want to do the show there or something. They are jumping up and down about that. That that is, I mean, Dion's got haters and people who believe he is the second coming. So right, we'll see what we'll see what the difference is, but. If USC is not undefeated and in the college football playoffs, I would be very surprised. This is their this is the resurgent year for the Pac-12. <laughs> Jordan one star Gorov, who also is running the the brigade entry in the contest, yeah. just said that <laughs> USC versus Michigan in the Natty would make my entire existence. Who is he what pulling for? What a monster that would be. Who would be pulling for? Uh, he would probably be pulling for USC, I would guess, but that would be a monster. monster. I need I need new blood in the in the playoffs this year, and not like Utah new blood. Like I need like a team that actually could win it, like Alabama. No, new blood, no Bama. I want no Bama and no Georgia. I want them out. Oh. Okay, 
I don't want Ohio. I don't want two teams in the. I don't One want of them's in the playoff. If this is not, I want LSU. No, give me LSU in the playoff. Oh, my uh, my dream Final Four would be Michigan, uh-huh. LSU, uh-huh. USC, uh-huh. Clemson. Clemson. I mean, you, I need somebody else. I need some Penn Florida. State. I don't want two teams on the back. I don't. I don't want two Big Ten teams. Oh. We'll get more into Penn State later. Hold on, hold on for that. Before we let go of sports grid, yes. let's do this really quick here. What? Illinois posted their numbers for the month of May. Yes, they did. Over a 10% hold. Yes, they did. They they annihilated the public. They did. Parlays they up the everything. <laughs> People in Chicago and surrounding areas of Illinois, they love the parlays. Parlays fueled a rout of the public as the house kept 51.3 million with frozen again. Look at that face. Mikey, clip it. I'm good there. Oh, he got you good there. What'd you hear? Anything? said parlays 51% or 51 million and then froze. I'm like oh, sorry. This. Parlays fueled a route of the public as the house kept 51.3 million with a 23.5% win rate. Guys, it's about right. <laughs> it's about right. Well, no, you could hold a little more. So parlays is a 30% usually. If you do Oh my right. goodness gracious. If you need any, any more evidence as to why betting parlays is moronic, don't do this guys. Well, the books love it. Keep them do, coming. Do they ever? Why they it. keep advertising? They love 10.8% hold rate for the month of May in Illinois. They cleaned up. Yeah. I mean, there were NBA was a little bit hard, right? right. There's a lot of upsets in hockey. There was baseball was all over the place. It worked out perfect. FanDuel held FanDuel held 26.8% of parlays. In the month of May. I told you, we used to shoot for 30. Just <laughs> write the tickets. Didn't I? but like you just supposed to just keep writing the tickets. All when told, all, come in, you just print them. All five mobile operators notched a win rate of 20% or higher during the month of May on parlays. Yeah. Well, there's a lot less straight bets too, because you know, straight bets in football exist. They don't do straight bets a lot of times in baseball. There's not a lot of straight bets in hockey. There's not a lot of, like they like to do the parlays because the money line sports. So it's good for the books. Same it, game parlay hold is even higher. You're right, Jay Dow. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah I wonder what the same game parlay hold is. Oof. There's someone in the chat right now named the juice has yeah. a question. We'll get to that in bonus time okay. about, a ruling that he made and a ticket, a dispute and stuff. We'll get to that in bonus time. I just want to acknowledge that I saw it and I can offer some sort of. Oh, on the hell. I asked the BVB. Nice. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a second, but um, what do you take from this? Like, do you think other States are looking at this going, see, this is what we should be doing. I think States that came in early with low tax rates are now seriously reassessing the way that they wrote their law. Colorado being the name, the biggest of one. Ohio just broke the ice. They said, look at guys, we screwed up. 10% is too low. We're going to 20. So 
that opened up the door to everyone now to reassess their tax rate. This type of business is not sustainable, though. Could you, you take have up the- to keep getting new customers at this rate? Because people run out of money. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You have to keep spending to get the new customers to get these books, the ROI <laughs> that, uh, you know, they need. We talked to a guy today about ROI. It's a, it's a very big thing about the ROI, you know, <laughs> so the book's got to get the return on investment that, you know, that's yep. what that stands for. For those of you that don't know, right. but you got to keep getting new customers because you can do the parlay as you do the deposit. Mm-hmm. You got brothers that dabbled in this. I got Dabble. brother Doug. They live in it. <laughs> right. But like brother Doug is not a gambler. Okay. He took the advantage of the promo money in Ohio, was in action for a while, did a bunch of parlays, hit a couple. One, took some money out, left some money in, finished doing it. He ain't doing it no more. It's hard to retain a customer at this rate. That's a good point. Sports Grid, thank you so much. Tomorrow, Roll Call Friday. Looking forward to seeing all you guys tomorrow night. If you are live on YouTube and on Twitter, it is time for bonus time. All right, so we'll do a little on the fly. Ask the BBB on this. Uh, This is a ticket that somebody has? Yeah, so um, it looks like the juice had a tennis bet with FanDuel. Okay. And uh, they posted their tennis rules and are blatantly going against it. He filed a complaint with the State Gaming Commission and found out uh, they have numerous complaints filed about the same issue. So I don't even, I didn't go far enough back to, to catch it, like what the actual bet was. Okay. Uh, they void bets for double results wagers. Uh, where does it say that? So you can bet win a first set and win a match. Okay. Something like that. And then somebody retires. You don't get paid on that bet. The book rules that the guys retired, despite the fact that, yes, you do win the match. If he retired in a second set, Something has the full match has to be played. I don't know. Okay. Again, I got to by, read te- by rules. Okay. But it's just an example of, you know, and I mean, you can email us. What's the email? Ask the BVB. Correct. At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. Write an email. We'll, we'll check it out, you know, off the air. When's his hearing? Is, did you say when it is? No, I, I don't know if he's if he's going to go through with it because okay. it, it involves – they don't make it easy for you to settle a claim, okay? That's that's part of the issue. It's not easy. And okay. they get people taking shots all the time at the book on stuff that isn't right, but it isn't wrong. It's like a gray area. Okay. So if – People on the other side of the counter can find a way to manipulate or cause something to come up where they know they can win the claim. They will. So you always have to be on guard. I'm not saying the book's right. I'm just saying you really have to read the house rules before. And then when you read the house rules and you make a claim, you still may have to fight it and take it to the neutral party, which is the state gaming commission, which 
in reality, isn't always a neutral party. That's part of the problem. (laughs) So your only sometimes recourse is go to another book Mm -hmm. or fight the good fight all the way up and live with the result because you may win, you may lose. I've gone to gaming hearings in the past. It's like going for a ticket. Like it's like going for, you know, when you got to go for a ticket, you hope the cop don't show up. Sometimes you'll go. And a representative from the book won't show. Wow. And you win. It can be that easy. So that's, I'm just, again, and I'm catching up to it in the chat, which, you know, I'm trying to pay attention to the chat. So I I don't have all the details, but thank you, the juice for watching the show, for coming and asking. SoCal's trying to help them out. SoCal DJ and the boys. Um, One of our newest, uh, you know, participants in the show, Diablo 666, same thing. He's trying to help. You get a lot of bad information in these situations. Ultimately, you got to find the right person. It may take you two or three times. Ultimately, you may have to keep fighting the fight and get a customer service answer that's terrible. Huh. That's the other thing we talked about. Do you remember um, from the other guy that we talked about this service that would be like a liaison to take all of the customer service calls and have all of the oh, answers? Right. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. This would be a good person. That would be a perfect opportunity for this person to call them and have that figured out. Because there's a lot of stuff that goes on like this. This is an obscure tennis rule. Right. So I'm just looking at a, someone just sent me a video from Instagram of Dana White winning $200,000 last night on blackjack. Oh. But they're letting him, I guess, I mean, I guess I don't know what was this film. This was posted today but or yesterday actually but it's at red rock mm-hmm. he's in the he's in the high limit room mm-hmm. and they're letting somebody film what's going on mm-hmm. i think dana split force against he, six uh no against i have to see what the what the whole i guess it gets an ace i think what the no wow. it, was against, it was against uh uh it was against a f- looks like a five it's a five and five an ace. or six yeah, it was okay. five flipped over on an ace but my, not that he did this or not that he's doing it it's because oh no it was an ace yeah it was, it was a, the, the, the show card was the ace and he better he bet against a split force he split fours against an ace yeah <laughs> he won two hundred thousand dollars but the fact that it's taped yeah I thought that was always like a huge no-no that you could never tape. Things are changing every day. You can do stuff now. Wow. If it's for individual use, you can, it, it, the rules are all changing every day. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's, you know, I don't know if me and you could do it. Right. But Dana White could do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like someone's filming Dana White winning 200000 So, oh, okay. Yeah. So he, congrats to Dana. Like he needs the money. If they would have lost that hand, would he have posted it? Probably not. And he, we know he has lost a hand like that in Vegas before. Yeah. So. Better to book it time. Uh, Pelicans tonight, minus three and a half against the Magic Summer League. Magic are 0 and 3. Pelicans are 1 2 straight. Come up with this one. I bet the Pelicans last time they look really good. I'm betting them again. Pretty simple. 
I'll book it. <laughs> I'm two I and don't one. Know. I'm two and one so far. Yeah, summer just, league. So you're, I'll take we'll a see. chance that you get 500. <laughs> you there you go. Down the juice. We can do this, or we can skip to favorite thing about today because you're superstitious on this. Okay, so you want me to break down my bet? We can on this, but I bet over nine and a half wins for Penn State last night at minus one thirty. Why'd you do this today? Why? Because Why there's nothing today? else to bet. And I knew I was going to bet it at some point this summer. So I said, fuck it. I'll bet it now. Cause it just, there's nothing else going on. And I have to come up with some play for today. <laughs> I'm not betting anything else. I'm not betting golf. I'm not betting UFC on a Thursday before the weigh-ins. There was literally nothing else. It was one basketball game. I liked that was the Pelicans. I don't like any other one. And then, so I had to find something. So this is the bet I came up with. We can do it if you want, or we can go do it later. Let's do it later because I, I want to say I want to bet it, but the ceiling is 10 and two. Like I, I it would be ceiling. great if they could not beat the Ohio State. They could split both. They could split. They could beat Michigan at home. That's awesome that they could, but they could lose to like Indiana on the road or Iowa at home or something. Like, I feel like there's a hiccup game in there. There might be, but there might not be. Damn it. Okay. Let's not today. Hold on. Hold on. Real fast. fast, Just tell you, just explain. God, you You have the best edge rusher in the back in in the big 10. You have the best linebacker in the big 10. That's cool. You have the best running back in the big 10. I, I mean, you have a top three offensive line in the big 10. Let's hope so. You have a five-star quarterback. Oh, it sounds great. Okay. We are. Okay. State. Oh, it's going to be insufferable. Just saying, man. If, if, I'll ride it with you. I'm, on, State I'm on your board. Ohio State is still undefeated. Going to the Michigan game. It's all over. It's going to be great. I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'll ride the train with you. I'm in. I'm on board. Let's go. I, I don't have teams. I'm, I'm low on Bama this year. I'm looking at Michigan. I'm looking at Penn State. I'm going to be watching way more pack, you know, Big Ten football this year than I have in the past because I think that's where there's going to be more talent and more fun to watch. I think this is a very interesting year. I, I can't wait to watch LSU. going to be good. But this football year is wide open. going to be good. And it's going to be it a lot of be fun. Good. Yep. A lot of fun to watch college football this year. I cannot wait for the season to start. I think we got some real interesting opportunities to see some new blood in the tournament in, in, in the final four in the tournament in the, in the playoffs. Right. So, and it could be Penn state, not Michigan. You know, this is also a little bit of a hedge off of this because of, I think Michigan, if they lose to Penn state, they won't get to the playoffs. Penn state could wind up being the rep. Ohio state could still be there, but I just think there's some, people in Columbus worried about Ryan day. They like him. They like him, but they aren't sure he's going to win the big one as much as they would like. And they got a problem at court. Not problem. They have, they have questions at certain positions. Right. So. All right. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, one that there's no games. Like it's kind of refreshing. It, it there's, is. There's no. I mean, there's basketball games. Yes, so but there's no word baseball. There's tennis on. There's refreshing. Refreshing is the word you're going to use. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talked about crap sports. I, I I can't get that out of my head. So some might say it's depressing. No, it's refreshing. Yeah, it's or depressed. Nice. It's, it's good. Depressing. And um, 
you know, the other thing is that we're going to meet Mr. C, mm. say hello, hang out, whatever, sign him up for the contest, making arrangements. We're getting text messages. There's all these other things. It's all happening. Where, I mean, it's football season. All right. I fucking said it. It's football season. You're right. It's officially football season. Okay. We're talking about, but you got me all fired up for the Penn State thing now. It's a big year. I'm trying to stay calm. Chef Benny's in here singing the the, the alma mater and the chin. Be excited. I think think this is is going to be a Don't lose the Maryland game at home. Well, that's the problem. That's the look ahead spot, right? That's where you play Ohio State. Michigan next or Ohio State next? Who's the one after Maryland? One of those two games is after Maryland. There is a big look. There is a big look ahead spot at Maryland's definitely a game to be worried about. Yeah, then the Michigan game. Yes, yeah, Michigan game. Yeah. So looking the, the look ahead spot's definitely a concern. Damn it. All right. But I, don't, I don't need the cover. I just need the win. So I think you'll win. Maybe not cover, but I think you'll win. Mr. C, we'll see you in about 30 minutes down at the uh, and that the is tour. my favorite thing about today. I love meeting brigade members. I love getting a chance to hang out with people. The proxy service is such a, it's a cool thing that we're doing it, but the other stuff that's happening because of it to get the face to face, to get the conversation, to meet these people and to have the chance to be face to face with you guys and to do things like this. This is pretty damn cool. I mean, it's been really fun and we're only going to get even more busy over the next six weeks. It's going to be awesome (laughs) to see you guys coming in. So we got to see big business. Yeah. And his meet his wife and his mom. And she said he watches you guys every day. He told her he came to Vegas for one thing and one thing only was a picture with you and me. It's incredible. (laughs) I mean, like, like, seriously, it's incredible. It's cool. It's fun. And, you know, we're going to need a step stool for Mr. C today. I can't wait to see how tall he is. This is going to be fun. He will be if unless uh, taller than AC. Unless AC does the proxy service, he'll be our tallest customer. I think I think Mr. C's <laughs> leader in the clubhouse to be our tallest customer this year. Very cool. We'll see you in 30, folks. We'll see you tomorrow for a roll call Friday. Hit the like button, subscribe button. Big We're back day. tomorrow. Big day tomorrow, as always, for RCF.